recording. Awesome. Yeah. So it's been a long time. It's been, has it been almost a year since we did this? I think it actually has. I been. think so. I think we started around my birthday last year. But you know, Sturdy Cast made waves because people still ask me if Sturdy Vent, Sturdy Vent, if we've been uh, making any more podcasts. I know. I always think like, oh, no one's gonna listen to this. This is just a fun thing for us to do while we're. And then, like, who was it? We saw someone one time. It was my first time. Me. Oh, it was um, Pickles. And she was like, oh, yeah, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, what? That's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. <laughs> you don't even know me. It is embarrassing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. But yeah, it, no, like. It makes you, like, want to monitor yourself a little more, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, for me, like, I feel like I'm, a, I'm like, shy and anxious yeah. when I first meet someone so I guess maybe this is kind of a cool outlet this is the first time someone hears me yeah because I actually kind of get to know who yeah they get to know who I am and and home Sammy is the sweetest Sammy oh thanks babe also the meanest Sammy really just the most <laughs> Sam, most personality I'm the most yeah. Sammy when yeah, I'm at home the most Sammy. that's true all of it is just extra yeah so what prompted you to want to do the podcast again? Oh, well, uh, so I want to talk about anxiety. Because okay. um, I was just, well, I was, I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, both of us have, I think, a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, was, I, I thought I was thinking it's funny how we, we kind of complement each other on, in our anxiety. Yeah. You know, it's very different. Like yeah. yours is very... Uh, outward focus like things that you can't control mm-hmm. and then my all my anxiety is from things that I can control mm-hmm. and not being able to live up to that uh mm. and and also I think just in conversations we've had with other people uh we realize that it's very common right yeah 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 we're not alone we're, no we're not we're not alone in you know our fears and our feelings mm-hmm. and you know I thought that'd be fun to talk about and just also to get to know you better and uh, I think and anyone, you. Yeah, well, anyone who knows me knows that I don't really talk a lot. So I don't talk so much. And I, I especially don't like delving into conversations. I think people that know you know you don't like to do things you don't want to do. Yeah. And part of that is that you don't want to... You don't want to make new friends. Like, you don't... I don't. You don't want to, like, be forced into... A friend situation it's not that no. you're mean no. you're not because you're one of the nicest people i think that most people have ever met i, I, say. I think i give i give that off uh because I, I do i spend a lot of my time trying to convince people that i am kind of grumpy uh and i am a right. little bit of a curmudgeon yeah uh because like i don't i don't want new friends i don't want to have small talk mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. but i also give off you know this vibe of happy and positivity right uh when when a lot of times really i'm feeling very negative Mm -hmm. um you know uh and again i think it's that i'm i'm very optimistic about people yeah and and who they are but Mm -hmm. uh when it comes to to me i think i'm i'm pretty negative Mm. yeah i'm very hard on myself you're incredibly hard on yourself you don't need to be yeah yeah Yeah, well it was it's funny because like when i first met you 
uh, you were always doing things for other people. You were always like so concerned about how other people were feeling. And, you know, like one of the things was my, I can't remember like how the situ situation came about, but like one time you, I wasn't your girlfriend. Uh, we weren't like dating or anything like that. And you bought me an iPod. And it was just like, you were like, oh yeah, I had like extra um, points at 3D Games, which is yeah. like a great game store in Farmington. But you didn't. You actually went and bought it for me when you could have used that money to, I don't know, do something. I would have bought video games with it. But, but still, you could have used it for something that was more for yourself or... I don't know. Yeah. I, and I just saw you like giving people rides all the time. Like you would be like, That's what, oh yeah, I'll drive to Fort Kent, Maine and bring you home. Or I was definitely I'll go... flirting with you with the iPod. I so know you, the, the well, I know you were, but like, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's about it. I was courting you. Yeah. But I think, I think you, um, I really like to help people. You really like to help people, yeah. If, if there's an opportunity to go like the extra distance, I really enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was kind of like our first uh, sort of com combativeness was yeah. that it's it's a very fine line between you know going the extra mile to help someone and just yeah. allowing people to use you. Yes. Uh, which also is is the case a lot. Uh, right. Because I would get burnt out and right, and then I wouldn't be so fun. To, to be around yeah right? like i mean we would be hanging out and someone would text you and be like can you get me this from duncan and you would go and get it for them and stuff and be like oh i want this food and then you would go and get it for them and you'd pay for it a lot of the time too and it's like john you need to use like you need to pay your own rent you need to like, get money or get food for yourself you need to you were living with your mom at the time like take care of your mom don't be spending all of your time going out and getting people food and they just took advantage of you because they knew you would yeah and and so that's yeah that was i believe that was our first argument yeah. was the fact that like you were hurting yourself yeah by doing that yeah and that's always been something that i've been very uh i think is very admirable about you is that you you can say no because uh, that's <laughs> that's not a i i know that it never feels good i've i've read books one book uh, <laughs> on, on like being able to say no and how important that is. Yeah. Uh, and and you're very good at that, uh, which doesn't seem like a compliment, but it really is. No, uh, I, I mean because I mean you've you've seen how like my anxiety uh, is letting people down, and yeah. and that's a lot of what fuels. Uh, needing to do the extra thing mm -hmm. to make sure this person's happy because it really kind of guarantees like okay well i'm good like if and when i let them down like mm -hmm. at least i did something for them and like we're good they'll yeah. be okay with it mm -hmm. you know that sort of thing mm. uh, but you're very good at you know knowing limits and mm -hmm. knowing what you can can't do and you know being very reasonable about it right yeah uh, which is nice for me or sometimes it's hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's also good for me. So how has you, uh, your anxiety made you act, <laughs> I guess? Um, well, we were just talking today about, like, the Sammy motto. And the two things that I yeah. say the most are, I'm nervous or I'm scared. 
Yeah. And it's like, it, that sounds like weird to be like, it, you know, I'm scared. I don't actually like ever. It's never like, it's not like a I'm so fear. scared. I'm no. so scared. It's nothing like that. It's like, John, I'm scared about John, this. I'm scared this situation that will literally probably never happen is going to happen. Or I'm scared of the possibility of this. I'm I'm nervous about what might happen if this happens and then I can't do this or this. And, you know, it's like my, my mind, I think it's called generalized anxiety disorder. I um, get a name. Yeah. Hmm. Fancy. Um, no, no looking into. Well, I researched, or... I mean, so like one of the things is, I guess, last year, I think I kind of realized like, I should probably try to figure this stuff out. I can't just keep doing what I'm doing because I was, I was starting to get like physical symptoms. Like I would have my heartbeat would my heart would beat so fast. Mm-hmm. I'd have heart palpitations, or I would like my vision started getting really blurry. I was driving to work one day, and it was like there was like a car in front of me, and then for some reason in my mind it disappeared, and then it like came back. So that was freaky. Yeah. You know, like those, it's, it's weird and it's really not good for this sort of stuff to happen. So did you tell me about that one? I don't know. Did I not? I I don't remember it, but. Oh. Man. Yeah. That's scary, huh? Yeah. It it was, it was really weird. Um, So yeah, once I started having those physical symptoms of it, I was like, okay, it's starting to take a toll on my actual body and I really need to like try to help myself yeah or figure out i mean just figuring out what it is that's wrong right is huge right you know like so yeah so i started like i go to counseling um which has been helpful for me to like talk about through my fears and talk through the cause the root of it and stuff and and i don't know like i read a lot too um we both have very different tastes in books. Mm-hmm. I like to read more like memoir type stuff, autobiographies or, you know, real stories, anything like that. I just, nonfiction in other words. Um, but I, those are the type of books I like to read because I like to learn about other people and how they act the way or why they act the way they do and how they handle situations and stuff because I feel like everyone can learn from those sorts of things. Yeah, I th- actually think that's really interesting to, to think about, uh, you know, mentioning the different, like how different our tastes are in books. Yeah. Because uh, I think that kind of actually infers on, you know, what, what calms us down, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, because I'm definitely much more of a fantasy fiction, Yeah. you know, uh, 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 maybe escapism sort of genres uh, yeah and you're much more you know grounded and actual and like you know these these things actually happened this is a real person writing about their own story yeah you know it is it's it's, i don't know it seems different yeah i it is very different um but yeah so you read books and yeah like i i i don't know and i guess movies are very helpful for me too um like i really like historical movies like not historical uh, oh bohemian rhapsody no 
biopics, I yeah. guess. Um, I just like movies in general, so I guess I can't really pinpoint. Yeah. But, but yeah, like I, I just started trying to learn about myself. I read like um, this book called The Highly Sensitive Person, mm-hmm. and that was also really helpful because I think from a young age, I have I've always been sensitive to things like. I guess I should kind of back up and explain a highly sensitive person. I So it's basically people feel things in different ways. Um, for me, if I'm in a situation that's like someone's vibe or energy makes me feel like bad, I like to retreat to like a dark room, particularly my bedroom mm. with the lights off. And just like lay there for a few minutes and like smells i like it's insane how i can smell things from like really yeah. far away so what was what was the original sammy quote before it was uh, i'm scared or i'm nervous so when i was little like one mm-hmm. of the my parents always said that i would always be like shut that eye off because i couldn't pronounce my l's yeah and so that like was I was sensitive to light and I still am sensitive to light. So sensitive. We have to keep it so dark in our house. I know. (laughs) And we get sunlight like a lot during the day in our house. But I open the curtains for the cats during the day and then as soon as I get home, I shut them. Yeah. But yeah, the only time it's a problem for me is when we're trying to read at night together. Yeah. you put on the amount of light that's good for you to read in, mm-hmm. and it looks like I'm looking at, you know, like a black page. Yeah. Like I still can't see. I don't understand. You just have night vision. Yeah. Well, I have a night blindness. You do have night blindness. <laughs> You're very easily blinded driving in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. If someone's... Normally, I confuse people's regular beams. Low beams. On, low beams. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Low beams and high beams. Sure. So I confuse their low beams for high beams. So then I flash my high beams to let them know to turn it down. And then they flash, <laughs> and then they flash their high beams. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. I guess those were their low beams. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, and I know you shouldn't do that. I read one time that that was like a gang no, thing. I, yeah, like if you do that I to a know. gang, they'll like turn around and like follow you or whatever. But I think that's the most that's, ridiculous gang thing in yeah, the world. <laughs> I know, like, right? Why would they just be driving <laughs> yeah. around? Um, anyways. Uh, yeah. So that was like something i've always been really sensitive to light and i i just i don't know i i, I was like the of dark. A different quote oh which is what smells like ass that smells <laughs> like ass yeah which she still says a lot but apparently that was i said that through high school yeah. not when i was little not when you were little but in high school yeah, i was that's, like that's been a great <laughs> smells like ass and you still say that yeah well it's anything just bad like, smells like anything ass. bad smells like ass yes and and everything smells bad when you're as yeah sensitive as you are (laughs) well yeah so like in my office now i have a scent diffuser is that what it's called and it has like nag champa which is to me it's a very like clean smell it's like yeah it's very neutral but it has like a little bit of a sweet smell to it yeah yeah because like fruit smells are like um like too they're a little too much yeah Yeah. and i can't do like chocolate chip cookies or something because then i'm like ravenous all day yeah great i'm hungry um but yeah so like um i have that in my office and that's like very calming for me Mm -hmm. to have during the day and i also have like um a salt lamp which just gives like a nice glow i never turn plus it attacks anyone who comes into your office 
What? The salt lamp? I wish. You said a salt lamp. Oh, oh, ha, ha, ha. Um, but like in my office, I never turn the overhead lights on. I literally just have my salt lamp and my diffuser on all day and that's it. That's yeah. the only light I have in my office. Granted, I do have like, I have really big windows and my windows do face like the sun. Yeah. But during the winter time when it starts getting dark earlier, I, I, I'll just sit there in the dark because I don't want to turn the light on. Because they hurt my eyes. So anyways, getting back to that highly sensitive person. So I was starting to realize like, oh, that's me. In reading the book, I don't necessarily know if I would recommend you reading the book because I feel like... Yeah, you said it, it didn't like help much. Right? It didn't help it, much. It just kind of informed you on you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't... I, but, you know, you, you never know. Other people might feel differently. I think one of the good benefits of, of like, you know, and this is kind of always debate is, you know, what does it matter that we're like uh, the Myers-Briggs test was a matter that we're giving yeah. people like, these personality traits because mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't really do anything. It's not really super important and it's very generic, but I think it helps to have like a name to put to something mm. uh, because, yeah. you know, when sometimes you're like extra sensitive to touch and just me like breathing next to you uh, can set you off, you know, like, yeah. and, and uh, to be able to point to that and be like, oh, okay, I just need to take a few deep breaths because I know that I'm a little more sensitive to this sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, it yeah. helps. It helps to, like, know that, like, okay, this is, like, an actual thing that it's... other people deal with. And I don't think I've ever said that about you breathing. No, that was, that was a little bit of hyperbole. But, yeah. you know, like, uh, I can, uh, like, move you... my foot and yes. something and, like, it sets you off. Or, like, I rub my fingers together sometimes. Yes, yeah, I hate that. And that really gets oh you. Oh, my gosh, that really gets and me. I'll, like, actually go, like, <gasps> when yeah. you do it because it just really sets yeah. me off. And so, I mean, it's just, you kind of get the whole whole gamut. Yeah, so I'm, like, really sensitive to to my surroundings and, like, Touch is weird to me, too. Like, I've never liked clothing that feels weird or, like, has a different texture to it that I don't like. I've never liked that. So I think that, like, knowing that I'm a highly sensitive person and recognizing it Mm -hmm. is good because for a while, I was like, oh, just everyone feels this way and meeting you and I'm like, oh, he doesn't feel that way. Maybe not everyone feels that way. I'm not sensitive to No, you're not. Or light or sound and, I am, but Yeah. Yeah. Sound is another one, but that's kinda like I don't know. Like when you fidget with things or anyone fidgets with things. I got a little I fidget can't, thing I can't right hear here. It. I know. But um I was happy I found this one. Yeah, so so those sorts of things I'm just really sensitive to. But I, that has nothing to do with my anxiety. Right. It doesn't make me anxious to feel something or to hear something. No. I, I, but you also are uh, hypervigilant. Yeah. And, and you know, I think just kind of like your whole, your whole thing is just sort of, I'm aware of my surroundings 100% all the time. Well, I need to be. It feels like in order to survive, I need to be. Right. Which is not the case. No. No. But. Yeah. Because like my anxiety, I like I talked to my therapist about the fact that like I won't, I will never go for a walk down the street by myself. Mm -hmm. I'll never do that. As much 
I, I feel bad because she encourages me to, you know, go outside and think about the fact that you're not going to get taken by someone in a van or you're not going to get hit by a car, or, you know, something like that. Um, sure, I could let my mind think it for a minute, but I could be out there and then all of a sudden I feel like this really anxious feeling and I, I can't be without someone else around me. Right. Especially you. Like this or last year was like the first time we ever did a, a nighttime walk and you loved it because you've never been walking at night like you've never gone out on the road and yeah you know walked where where there's no street lamps where you can just like see the moon and the stars and stuff you yeah know? and I mean I was scared but you were there but so I was there. it helped yeah. me yeah and then like I don't like to go to stores or like grocery stores especially by myself um unless I know like I know it well. Mm -hmm. When we first moved to the area, I could not, I would not go mm -hmm. to a grocery store by myself. I I feel like sometimes it's like I need to know where like the exits are, but I don't even think that's it. Yeah. And this was like, that was kind of a wild thing for me to get my head around when we first yeah. got married and everything. Uh, and, you know, the more, the more I hear other people talk with you or talk about anxiety, the more I realize like that's very much just like uh, something that women need need to like, or that women feel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that was, that was pretty startling as, as a guy. Yeah. I've never thought about where the exits are. Yeah. Uh, you know, and. Because you've never had to. Because I've never had to. And like, you know, I used to lay in the street at night to like star watch because that's where the trees weren't. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll just see headlights coming if there's going right. to be a car. You know, it's like, it's it's so easy. See, for my me mind, to not I'd be worry. like, what if it's Prius? What if the person's <laughs> headlights out? Yeah. Like, yeah. That would, would, that would be me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I guess I can't really pinpoint when it exactly happened. Because I know that when I was a kid, I was not, maybe I was. I, I really don't know. I guess I'd have to ask my parents if if I was always nervous or mm. worried as a kid. I just don't remember feeling that way until I, like, got my license. Mm. And I was, like, on my You're own. You're like, oh, shoot, I'm on my own now. Yeah, yeah. like, it was just, like, I could be in the car. I guess it was kind of, like, the first time I was really alone. Still, did they used to did they not leave you home alone yeah they did they did but like i had my dog yeah so it, it didn't really like abby was my golden mm. retriever and yeah. she was never she, she would bark if anyone came near yeah. and she had a bark that was like scary. scary at least to a to someone girl. that didn't know her or, i think or to you know someone that was your age when you were maybe left alone yeah you know, like you, you perceive that she was a protective dog. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, um, I don't really remember feeling that way. And in college was pretty huge, too. Yeah. Because I, I got an apartment for the first time when I was the summer before my sophomore year. Yeah. And my roommate at the time was... She said she couldn't find a job where we were living, which I feel like she didn't try. And so she wasn't there the entire summer. But I was there the entire summer by myself um, because I was paying to live there. I wasn't going to just live at my parents' house. So 
I would always like try to invite people over to my house, which was probably a bad thing. Really? Well, just like, to like, because they were like a stranger? Or, like, they weren't like strangers. They were just like people that I met in class. Yeah. And I'd be like, come over, you know? Like I had um, one of my friends, Kelly, mm-hmm. she would come over, but like her boyfriend would come over and it was never, it was never a bad thing. It wasn't like, he was my friend. Yeah. And I don't know, or I would go over to his house. It was just like a, it was a scary situation uh, it seems for me. healthy that, you know, if, if you're fearful of being alone, you know, you worked to kind of build a community around you too though right yeah yeah that's a huge part of it but at the same time it's like i could have and i kind of did get in like a bad situation you Mm. know yeah and then that doesn't help going forward no no it doesn't makes things worse yeah yeah so you gotta pick gotta be picky about who you feel safe around right yeah like, I had a friend in high school who, whenever he was around, I would ask him to come over mm-hmm. and just stay. And he had, like, a blow-up air mattress, and he would just sleep on that in the living room. It's funny. These are all guys. Yeah, you get along better with guys. I do get along better with guys, but, like, I feel like if if someone were hearing this, would be like, oh, yeah, for some reason. No. <laughs> Yeah. Sam and Tracy pulling tricks. <laughs> yeah, I girls were always hard. Like I was, I wouldn't say I was like badly bullied in call in high school, but like I was a little bullied, and I felt like I got annoyed with girls a lot because it felt like they were judgy, and guys were never judgy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I didn't. But yeah, so. That's probably, like, what I remember. But it got really bad when we moved here mm. and you were doing, like, overnights. Yeah. And so I was alone. Yeah, in a new yeah. place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say that I, I... And I don't want this to, like, you know, this whole podcast thread to be masturbatory you know i don't want to just be like us talking about us because you know it's fun to talk about us yeah but uh i i think it is nice to get to know like how how anxiety developed in you and you know find ways to deal with it too right yeah Uh, because that's kind of like an ongoing thing and and for me i think that i don't feel as much anxiety as you but maybe when I do feel it, it's a little more cute, right? Because, like, you've seen my panic attacks. Yeah. Uh, and you hardly ever get to that. Um, or at least not around It's me. rare. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, maybe it's just because you live with it so much more. But, yeah. you know, when it hits me, know. it kind of, like, bowls me right over. Well, so my anxiety attacks are, like, like, I think I was talking about I can feel my heart beating super fast. Yeah. I know when it's coming on because I start thinking about money really heavily. Mm. And I'm just like, why am I so obsessed with our money right now? There's yeah. never anything to really like. Right. And then once you look at the bank account, then anxiety really strikes. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like worried like, like 
I'll like go ahead. Like when is these next four months? When are we gonna have to pay rent? What yeah. day can we pay rent? And it's just like. Okay, that's stupid. Like, when's our paycheck and when's it line up with rent and all yeah. that sort of stuff? And it's like, that's dumb. That's really, like, I can't do anything about that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and then and, and then I start feeling, like, heart palpitations. I start, like, getting that blurred vision. I'll, like, yeah, have I a think, hard time. I think, so that's one of the things I want to talk about. My phone just went off. Uh, <laughs> someone, someone's calling. Yeah. Uh, and and that's that's one of my triggers mm. is really anything to do with the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is a constant source uh, of anxiety, uh, and I don't want to get into it so far right now because I think that'd be, you know, that's the sort of thing that I would like to talk about is like specific causes of uh, of of stress or uh, mm-hmm. anxiety. Uh, so I'd like to do like a whole episode on the phone and oh, how okay. I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, why does it stress me out so much? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, maybe even come up with ways to like deal with it better. Sure. Yeah. Uh, than me throwing it out like a car window or mm-hmm. at the nearest wall. I remember uh, you one time threw your phone like at the feet of a homeless person in Portland. Yeah. And he just kind of looked at you and I was like, I'm sorry, but he's going <laughs> to need that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he was homeless. I shouldn't say that. I, he was just sitting on the corner and he looked a little disheveled. It was, but... it was in the right area, too, is where yeah. the shelter was. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, I, you know, and that's not the first time I've done that. Uh, you know, it's the first time I've done it in Portland. Um, Parking. Yeah. Well, that's what it was. It was, it was uh, trying to communicate with multiple people. Yeah. Uh, trying to plan on the fly uh, and not being able to get accomplished what you need to get accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, and throwing a phone into that is just like throwing a fucking hand grenade, <laughs> you know, right <laughs> yeah. in the middle of it all. Uh, right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like the, that's the sort of thing I would like to talk about as like sure. a whole whole episode. Um, okay. But yeah, uh, as far as like, you know, symptoms of, of panic attacks... I think it's, you know, very similar. Like, you get that tunnel vision, mm. right? Like, everything seems to be really closing in on you. Uh, and Something that, like, you figured out about yourself that I sort of see in myself, actually, I noticed, is that, like, you were getting really clumsy. Get really clumsy. A yeah. lot of times, like, you know, if, like, I, I'll need to get away from glass. Uh, so I've broken a crock pot because I was... Yeah. And I yeah, it's it's like I'll drop stuff, uh, you know, glasses, I'll I'll you know, pull out of a cupboard and drop and everything every movement becomes so exaggerated, yeah. uh, which is which is uh kind of a problem too because I think it triggers like an anger response because I start making loud noises. Right. Um and like I can I'll slam a door partially because like m- my motor skills are just like you know, in full effect, like everything. Or you hurt 100%. yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, it, it just feels like there's this uh, pent up energy and it just needs to escape somewhere, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, not great. Uh, mm. But usually it results in me just like having to go somewhere, you know, like you, like with a dark room. Um, a lot of times I'll go hike somewhere and just sit for a while mm-hmm. uh, usually that's what I need to do but yeah it takes me a long time to recover from that sort of stuff it doesn't take me a long time no no like usually it's like like I've just been 
I know what it is that sets me off now. Yeah. For a while, it was just like, oh, no, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. And another thing, too, is to not, I don't want to say stop yourself, but, like, don't be like, oh, no, I'm getting anxiety attack. Oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Like, ride through it, I think, has been a big thing for me. Like, feel the feelings that your body is feeling or your mind is feeling in that moment. But, like, also work on ways to help yourself in that moment. Mm -hmm. So, like, for me, I put on noise-canceling headphones and I play a certain song, which is, like, a piano song. And and that really helps me. Yeah. You know, like, I'll have a stressful day at work. I think this was, like, last week I had a really stressful day at work. And I didn't have the headphones on me, but I just shut my office door and I turned on the song and I just... I'm lucky enough to have a love seat couch on my office and I just laid on that with my eyes closed for just a few minutes until the song was over. It's like a six minute song. Mm. And that helped me because I was like, okay, I'm going through this. I'm feeling this right now. I'm just going to ride it out. And then as soon as the song's over, work on ways to help myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's really important to like know the the signs that something's mm. coming on. That it's coming on, yeah, and not to freak out about it. Right, I think. And I was like, I was so proud of my brother because I, I don't want like people to misconstrue what you say for like stuffing it, you know? Like, yeah. To ride through it. Yeah. Because uh, like mental health days are really important, right? Like that's a that's yeah. like a new thing that everyone like says like oh take a mental health day. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's important, and it really is. Like, it is. You know, I think my brother overworks himself, him, and mm-hmm. and he was starting to feel that anxiety coming on. So he took a couple of days and, you know, it's really helpful. And I do that, like, thank God my boss is so kind because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I, I do, I think, take that more than the average person. I need to take that time to go be alone and, you know, process things. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's one of the differences between us, too, is that I feel things a lot slower than you feel things. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And so, so there's different speeds at which we, we can overcome anxiety too. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, when I say like to feel it, like your feelings Don't, are your feelings right. for a reason. Don't stuff it. Yeah. Yeah. Feel, feel it through and yeah. like, you know, take the time to sit and process it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been reading a book, um, Know My Name by Chanel Miller, who I, I've talked to you about. She's, yeah. She was uh, sexually assaulted by, um, this was like a huge deal in 2015 or 2016. She was sexually assaulted by a guy from Stanford. He was known for being a swimmer and they would put like his swimming scores or whatever whenever they said his name, which just feels awful. Anyway, so she wrote a book about the experience and what was huge for me is when she said that like your feelings are your feelings for a reason. You're supposed to feel them Mm -hmm. instead of like turning away from them because I think a lot of times people can stuff their anger or they can stuff their sadness. Yeah. If you're sad, like cry. It's okay. If you feel like you need to cry, then do it. Those are some of my favorite days though when you're just like... When they, like, align with actually being able to have, like, the the day at home or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to, like, just kind of feel sadness is refreshing 
sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like whenever I'm sad, I actually have a sad playlist. Yeah. <laughs> and I listen to the music because yeah. like and that's Jess what gets me through it. Just sees you listen to it on Spotify <laughs> and is like, why are you feeling sad, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like I'll text her and be like, can you give me some sad songs? Yeah. And then she's like, why are you sad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, sad oh. songs are the best though. They are. Sad songs and sad movies. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. a sad movie. Well, like, so if I'm, and anger is another one. If you are angry, be, you're allowed to be angry, but not for your entirety of your life or towards other people. You know, when I'm angry, I watch Spotlight. Because that movie yeah. makes me angry, yeah. but it's like my anger is directed towards something. Yeah. The movie's over. The you anger have is aggression. over. You don't know what to be angry with. Yeah. I'm going to be angry at uh, Catholics. These Catholic. Yeah. Not Catholic people. Catholic oh. priests? Priest. Yeah, priests. Yes. And the Pope. And the Catholics who give them money. Yes. So, Catholics. Not all of them. I'm just kidding. Some of them have been victims. I'm just kidding. Victims. But, yeah, um, but I feel like we could kind of get maybe another episode if we feel comfortable getting to, like, the roots of it, like, maybe what causes it. Because, like, there is two particular moments that I can pinpoint as starting my anxiety. Yeah, and, and, you know, if, if, if that's something that we don't, want to get to that's okay yeah yeah because uh, I, I think there's plenty to talk about too right. like you know, you know like the phone or like going to a friend's house or going yeah. to someone you don't know's house or like workplace anxiety yeah you know there, there's a lot of different things that kind of trigger that and mm-hmm. uh you know social anxiety uh personal anxiety um yeah i mean like i get a lot of uh like i don't know if it's like uh, uh, if if I feel like any anyone is is placing too much expectation on me, I just mm-hmm. I crumble instantly. You yeah, know? yeah. And it's like uh, how to deal with that, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously, I've worked myself into a good place at like in my ca- career wise. Yeah, uh, but yeah. it was you know through a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ultimately, it's thanks it's thanks to that that I was like I can't I can't. Yeah, I can't continue to work at a bank mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's just it's damaging to me. Right. Uh, you know, so in a way, anxiety is kind of a it's a it's self self defense and it's a good thing, right? Like yeah, because it it does it cues you in like you can't keep up with this, you can't keep going with this, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's it's kind of a balancing act of when do I when do I listen to that and when do I uh, take steps to push back against it uh, right. and improve myself mm-hmm. um, yeah so I, I think there's a lot there's a lot that we can talk about uh, and definitely like past this one I would go into uh, the episodes like a little bit more uh, knowledgeable like you know kind of research <laughs> through the week sure uh, you know yeah. maybe if we can each pick like I guess we don't need to do this on recording <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah like you know maybe we can we can take every other week or switch weeks on who picks the subject and, you know, do a little bit of looking into that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like that idea. Cool. Me too. Yeah. Cause we're not alone. 
No. And there are people no. that feel the same way. Yeah. And I feel like it's important to acknowledge. Yeah. Well, and like the, we said. Yeah, I think that was also talking about reasons why uh, this is like I want to do this because I was the one who. Yeah, this you're up the one subject. that said it. Yeah. Uh, is because like you know the McElroys. I obviously listen to everything they do. Uh, they're uh-huh. they're brother, three brothers at podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone should listen to their stuff but uh, they do like a stupid comedy advice podcast mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes you know they get serious about stuff and a lot all of them have social anxiety uh, that's always my favorite stuff that they talk about is when they actually talk about like how they're anxious in uh, certain situations and how they approach it and deal with it um, yeah yeah and I, re- I really like that to know that these guys feel very similar to me uh, mm-hmm. and that they, you know, are still able to succeed and move ahead in life and lead happy lives. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I think um, I am oddly pretty chill, pretty calm about, because right now it's that the coronavirus is mm-hmm. going on, and other people are very much in, like, mass hysteria. Mm around this and i'm oddly okay yeah we don't have we don't have really anyone close to us that is uh super old no and no we don't we're pretty young and we can both work from home right easily enough and don't really need to worry about and we don't have kids so we're kind of like the perfect demographic to not really be super bothered by it yeah yeah um yeah but i mean i'm just saying like if if other people are feeling that way yeah about it to just really take care of yourself yeah and that's one of the big things too that i notice is like it really bothers me when people shame people for being afraid yes right yeah uh because that's that's not fair that's not no it's not fair it's you know fear is a not the most reasonable reaction Mm-hmm. It's not something that you want to have, mm-hmm. uh, and how you react is is different, you right? Know, from from other people, uh, yeah. But it's, it's very natural, and I don't know. I it's stupid. Fear shaming is the, the shittiest thing. It is. It is the shittiest thing. It is. Yeah, I mean, so I got yesterday, found out that Tom Hanks has the coronavirus, and his wife Rita Wilson, and I like posted on my story, and I like surprised. I don't have very many followers, I don't think. I got like two people that were saying like, he's rich, get over it. And it's just like, this is a joke. Like this is me joking about the situation because that's how I cope with things. Memes right. are how I cope with things. And Tom I th- Hanks isn't a joke, he's a good guy. No, he's no. a great guy, but it's a it's like kind of a joke because like, yeah, Tom Hanks isn't going to right. die, right. most likely. And and it's just like, and I'm not saying that like, fuck all the old people, right? Or people with compromised immune systems, and you know all those things. I'm just. This was just a moment for me to try to make light of the situation, I guess. Yeah. And and yeah, and it was just kind of like, yeah, like don't shame in... other people for being worried about someone, right? E- even if he's a celebrity, he's he's still a person. Well, it's fun to play into like he's the American dad. Yeah, you know? like right, he's like... America's father for yeah. sure. 
and like he's a national treasure and everything. Yeah, right. It's just it's fun to play into those. Right. That's the reason why we have like these all of these coronavirus memes. Right. Is because it's like we're just trying to make light of a very heavy situation. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. Comedy is uh, and, and that'll be a good thing to talk about too, I think, right? Like yeah. what role does comedy play in our anxiety? Yeah. Uh, because it gives you a place to talk about it, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And to, to cope and, and deal with it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, so yeah. Much to look forward to. Much to look forward to. Uh, I think it'd be fun to end every, every podcast just with, you know, something you liked this week right our peak right. our peak of yeah, the week let's do a peak of the week sure do you want to go first do you have an idea hmm no i wish you had warned me first <laughs> you're the one that came up with this <laughs> my peak yeah, of the week would be i don't remember what i did this week um i don't know i can only think of today and I think my, I giggled a lot today. You did. And I haven't done that in a really long time. You haven't. So that was just really fun. It was just like, when you tell me not to giggle about something, that's when I'm going to giggle the most. Mm -hmm. You can ask like my grade school teachers that and they'll tell you the same. Um, and like the fact that I was really excited about a bunny serving plate it was like shaped like a bunny and yeah that's how i know you're not too anxious right now because you were looking to spend money at target i yeah you was you was trolling for it well, out of there i know i know i was like i want this bunny serving <laughs> plate but yeah really so cute, i think it, i i was just very giggly today and that was giggly. that was pretty peak yeah uh mine's lame tell me I was going to the gym before work. That's not then, lame. That's, I mean, it's like... Honestly, actually, I should, I should change mine. To the gym? Yeah. I just don't want to be someone who talks about the gym. But it was really nice to go in the morning, like, before going into work. Yeah. And to sort of have, like, those endorphins or whatever. Well, no, uh, like, And it was so quiet. It was so quiet in the morning. Yeah, don't talk over my week. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, you know, it was nice... Like, it was just me and a bunch of old people. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, yes, I'm the strongest one here. Oh, stop. There was, a, there was like, an old dude that was currently, like, 55. Yeah. Oh, damn it, he's 60. Uh, that will be you when you're 60. You'll right. be curling. No. Uh, yeah, but that was, oh, that was really nice. That was really, like, uh, relaxing. And I even went into it uh, pretty raging because I had messed up some plans. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you were peaced. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, planning, that'll be another one that I talk about. Yeah. Yeah, I can't plan. But, well, yes, that was, that was my peak was I really enjoyed that experience. I really enjoyed the morning kind of calmness of it. And I'm wondering if, like, the reason we're staying so positive and, like, what's really been helping us is because we started going to the gym, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. And it's been it's been something that every day – because we've been going after work usually, every day I'm like looking forward to four o'clock, not because I get to leave, but because I get to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it has been helping me like feel happy. Yeah. 
Well, there you go. That's another subject too, right? Like exercising versus like periods of our life where we don't exercise. Yeah. You know, like how sure. does that affect us? Because sure. I think we know that pretty well. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> okay. All right. Like and subscribe and comment down below. Um, I'm just back kidding. Back to that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Cool. Um. Yeah. So I guess if you made it this far, thank you for listening to us talk about anxiety. And I hope this has been eye-opening for some people who might not experience it and then also helpful for people yeah, that do experience just, it just comforting and yeah uh yeah that's i think that's all we really want and I, actually all i really want about it is just a sit down time to talk to you and yeah know you uh, that i think that's the funnest thing for me um i don't really Same. care if people listen yeah i don't care either it's helpful though honestly if people listen because then they're like oh that's why she acts that way yeah um everyone that has ever called me and not gotten an answer will know will understand will understand that should be one of the first ones we talk about is the phone the phone we'll do that next week we definitely will because like i i feel like you you should just like message all of your friends and like like, send them a link to this this podcast just please listen to this and please understand me yeah yeah all right all right love you Love you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, I uh, say, uh, uh, see you later, alligator. See you later, alligator. In a while, poop pile. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs>